At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. This is VSIN's Big Bets with Dave Ross and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. We begin our number two of Big Bets here on VSIN. Dave Ross and Amal Shaw here at South Point Casino and Hotel. Brian Ortega, I think he's done every show on the network in the last 24 hours. It's great to have Brian behind the glass today. He's happy because his Packers, although they didn't cover the number, got a win yesterday. And that always makes Brian happy. That's, it doesn't take much. It's like me. Cowboys cover the number against the Commanders. I'm a happy guy on a Monday. Victory Monday. I just, I'll tell you right now, I've got to bet, stop betting some of the worst games in the NFL. I had Arizona yesterday. Oh, but you, you cashed it pretty easily. I mean, you're down 10-3 at the listen, break. Listen, I appreciate that. However, to just sit there and watch that yeah, game was a, criminal. I, I mean, the execution or lack thereof, um, it, it was just, it was really unbelievable. And by the way, the thing of the weekend, how about Cliff Kingsbury, 26-10? Yeah. Going for two instead of kicking the extra Why? point. Nah. You'd have to ask him. Uh, we'll get to that a little bit later on. Holder fires. We look ahead to week number five in the NFL. But we do want to give out our pro tip for hour number one. By the way, it's great having Ben Falks on uh, last, last segment, VP of digital content here at the network, some of his numbers. And we always talk a lot about the numbers here. And in context with dogs, say, like the Colts on Thursday night, they're getting three and a half against the Broncos. Well, the pro tip for this hour, if you want to back the dog, that's great. But wait and, and see if it gets to four. Now, if it goes down to three, you're going, oh, man, I gave up the hook. It's not going to hurt you that much. As evidenced by the, the Ravens and Bills game last week, it was three and a half earlier. You could have gotten the Ravens at three and a half. I did catch that number. It went down to three. Okay, you got to push instead of a win, but it didn't kill you. So there might be more value in waiting to see if that half point goes your way and gets up to four. Yeah, absolutely, because think about this. If the game lands three, you end up with a push. Obviously, you'd rather have a win than a push. However, if it goes up to four and it ends up landing four, then you get a push and you get your money back instead of losing. So to me, I'm always looking at those scenarios where I would rather have an opportunity to be able to at least have a push than a loss. All right, that is the VEASAN pro tip for the hour. Again, we do one of those each and every hour across the VEASAN spectrum. That means for VEASAN pro subscribers, that's up to 20 pro tips a day Across the network, you can sort them out by show and or by sport. Okay, let's get to your power rankings because I'm all, I, I look at them very closely, what you've deduced from college football on a Saturday. When you look at maybe what the AP has, by the way, the betting favorite now to win the national championship is back to Alabama after Georgia struggled against Mizzou, but they do get that win. Uh, I take that back. Georgia's still a slight favorite here. I've well, seen some I, I different numbers. Based on what we have here, they're third. Right, because look at it, Ohio State now as the as the favorite at at, at two to one, Georgia plus two ten, Bama plus two twenty. 
Let's talk about your power rankings in juxtaposition here with the AP. How do you make the, the top of the bunch here? Well, the top three, I still have the same. Al, um, Alabama one, Georgia two, Ohio State three. I dropped Georgia from one to two simply because they struggled against misery. You can't go into <laughs> Como and have that type of game. You've got to play better than that. And they were fortunate enough. It, you know, to me, I was sitting there watching the end of that game, and I'm going, man, I wish this were a 45-minute game. And there was a crucial fall start that Missouri had at the one-yard line, pushed them back. They ended up getting a field goal. If they had gotten those four points here, maybe this thing plays out a little bit differently. But um, I'll tell you the team that it was surprising people, and I was not that high on them. I was very critical of this player coming into the season with Spencer Sanders in Oklahoma State. But you got to give Mike Gundy a ton of credit. They go out to McLean Stadium down in Waco, and they take care of business against Baylor. Really dominant in that football game. Baylor was really fighting it uphill all game long. Really impressed with the cowpokes so far this year. With Oklahoma dropping off, and this is going to be a great year now. The problem is Bedlam is in Norman, so they're going to have to win that game. Uh, I do believe, though, they get the Shorthorns in uh, Norman, I mean, excuse me, in Stillwater, so they got an opportunity there. And then I go to Clemson. I thought Clemson had a good win. DJ Uyunglele still playing decent, not great, not on a national championship level, but good enough. Uh, this team is still good, but I think that they would, they're not right there with the other three teams at the top. I've got them because of the quality of win against NC State ahead of Michigan. Michigan uh, wins against Iowa, but didn't look great. Uh, J.J. McCarthy's first road start had a couple of hiccups there. Wolverines do get the road cover. SC, uh, their best win, though, was at Oregon State, which I respect Oregon Smith and John, uh, Jonathan Smith in terms of what he's been able to do. Mm -hmm. But I don't think they're a great football team. You know, I, I um, one mat, uh, play that I stayed off of this week and I was really mad about because a friend of mine asked me about this, and, I, and he goes, what do you think about this Oregon State-Utah uh, game? I said, Utah is going to curb stomp them, and I didn't end up playing it, and I'm mad at myself for that one. Tennessee, Hendon Hooker and company have been great. I wanted to put Penn State ahead of them because they got a better defense, but I think Hooker and company, the offense has been so good. Uh, doing it without Cedric Tillman, their top receiver, um, they've really done a nice job so far. And then Penn State, uh, I think this team has been tremendous. And Ole Miss benefits from a bad Will Levis um, turnover. I shouldn't say bad, but really a turnover that they shouldn't have had if you're going to be a top five, top ten pick like Will Levis potentially may be. But I think Ole Miss is right there. Defense played solid. Uh, I got Kentucky right at 11, but you know it's it's unfortunate it's, uh, I say that, but you got to give credit to the SEC right now. I mean, I, I've got, what, four teams in the top ten and number five at 11. Objection, Your Honor. Go ahead. I want to ask more specifically about those Wolverines mm -hmm. in the fight in Jim Harbaugh's yeah. because you've got Okie State and Clemson ahead of them right now. I'm looking this week. Michigan's going to lay 22 on the road against Indiana, mm -hmm. a potential look-ahead spot, if you will, because they've got Penn State uh, number nine on your college football power rankings yeah. the following week. Is there danger here for the fight in Harbs going forward? To, danger to, in the, the aspect of maybe looking past Indiana this week to get ready for that big showdown with, with Nittany Lions coming to the big house. In terms of losing the game or not covering the number? Either either and or both. Uh, let's dismiss the first part. Okay. They're not losing this They're game. not losing Indiana. Mich Michigan, look, I, because Michigan got blown out against Georgia, they don't get enough credit for w how good of a team they were last year. They're still a very, very good football team. And I know that I dropped them a couple spots the last two weeks, but they haven't looked elite. No. It, because the teams we're comparing them to are elite. They didn't cover the number against Maryland. They did cover against Iowa, but Iowa just – you could play 10 quarters. They're not going to score double digits. You're right about that. <laughs> and I think, though, Maryland deserves credit for being a better football team than they've uh, gotten credit for so far. But I think when you look at Michigan from a talent standpoint, what they're capable of doing defensively, I think they're still far better – than some of these other teams. Now, Indiana will score more than Iowa probably scored this past weekend, but I still think the Wolverines probably wind up somewhere in the high 30s in this game, if not more. Indiana's got some issues across the board. So I don't think Indiana has to, Michigan has to worry about losing the game. I, I want to also talk a little bit more about the Cowpokes that you mentioned with Oklahoma State losing their defensive coordinator. He goes to Ohio State, and you think, oh, boy, this is going to be a problem. At much more points scored than I anticipated this week against the Baylor Bears. Who is the? What is the identity now? of Okie State, because I always thought it was defense first. Is that still the case for Mike Gundy? Or now, as you mentioned, with, with Sanders, a quarterback, they might score more than people normally are accustomed to see him with the Cowpokes. Well, no, I think it goes back to when Mike Gundy and the, these guys were really rolling offensively. I think it's gone back to those days right now when you look at this team. They have just been tremendous. Richardson running the football, Nixon as well. Uh, they're, they're just elite in terms of what they're able to do offensively. This, you know, Spencer Sanders, his one problem is that he has a propensity to turn the ball over a lot. And that's one of the reasons why I, I took small play on Baylor because I thought um, he would have turnovers that would cost them. He didn't do that. 
and give them credit for going on the road. And, the, and Dave, I got to tell you, it's completely on the wrong side there. Had no shot. Baylor was dominant outside of the first drive where they got three points. Mm-hmm. It was all cowpokes. And this team looks good. Now you get the Red Raiders. By the way, I don't know if there's a team in college football that's just good enough but doesn't win certain games. That's Texas Tech. They give Kansas State a fight. They give Tech. They did beat Texas, mm-hmm. uh, but this is a pretty good football team. And I, I just don't know if they're good enough to win their league. When you look at some of the other teams up there, but the Red Raiders—they're going to they're give you all you want. I would not lay the number here with Oklahoma State, but this would be a good game to watch if you're not—if you don't have a bet, but you want to see a good game. This is going to be a one on Saturday. Oklahoma State right now laying ten against the Red Raiders in that one. Let's talk a little bit more about USC. Yeah, there was so much talk about USC. Uh, in the preseason, what have you seen so far? Like, if you had to give them a letter grade on what you thought they would be versus what you think they are now, what would that grade be for Lincoln Riley and company? So the offense, A+. plus. Mm. Caleb Williams, Jordan Addison, Travis Dine, company, tremendous. These guys have been outstanding. This offense has been elite. Caleb Williams has played great. Defensively, I would give them what I thought they would be about a C. Okay. I don't think this is a great offense. I'm sorry, a great defense. When they face off against teams that really have capabilities offensively, I think they're going to be in some trouble. You look at right now, they beat Arizona State, right? They just had a coaching change. Um, this is an Arizona State team that lost at home to Eastern Michigan. And they didn't cover the number against Arizona, Arizona State. State. Right, exactly. And I think when you look at USC right now, they're a good football team. They've got some talent. But if they had to play UCLA right now, they, and they play Utah October 15th, can't oh wait for that game, um, this is going to be a real problem for them when they go to rice tackles. So I, I think USC is a good football team. Their defense has to get better. I don't know if it's going to get appreciably better. But the offense really feels like they're comfortable. And the one thing I would knock them for is they haven't played teams right now that you'd say are elite defensively. They take care of business. Fresno State's got off- uh, defensive issues. Mm-hmm. Oregon State, they got crushed. If you just do a comparison standpoint, it's not a fair one because Utah was at home. But they scored 17 against the Utes. I'm I'm sorry, they scored uh, 17 against Oregon State. And Utah just absolutely boat raced Oregon State this past weekend in in this game in Rice Cycles. They beat them by uh, 42 to 16. The easiest laying of 10.5 points for me this year with the Utes on Saturday. That was an easy winner there. Uh, You mentioned SC there, up to number seven now in your power rankings. We are Penn State. Yeah. Who are they? I don't know. I don't know why they use that chant. We all know who you are. I mean, it's like, come on, give me a break. <laughs> but, you know, this is, this is an interesting team. And Again, we mentioned the Michigan game in two weeks. Uh, I, I think maybe you were all over it when they went down to Jordan-Hare uh, a couple weeks ago and just dismantled Auburn down there. Again, they were only laying three, two and a half in that yeah. game. Easily win. Who, who is Penn State th- these days? Penn State, good. they've got a good, experienced quarterback. Uh, and Sean Clifford, good mobility. You want mobility at the college level. Um, I think that's the one thing when you look at every one of these teams in the top 10, the one team that does not have a true mobile quarterback, that's Ohio State and C.J. Stroud. Everybody else has got a quarterback that can pick up the first down on third and seven and beat you with their legs. Stetson Bennett, Bryce Young, uh, Spencer Sanders, D.J. Uyunglele, J.J. McCarthy, Caleb Williams, Hendon Hooker, uh, Jackson Dart, and, and Sean Clifford. I think these are good teams. Ole Miss offense got to get better with Jackson Dart and company. Boy, they can run it. They can run the ball. They're a good football team. And I love the power rankings and all that you do each and every Monday here. That is your top 10 that you see so far in college football. When we come back, more hold or fire. It is next on Big Bets on Visa, the Sports Betting Network. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. 
Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. I'm Victoria Cash. Thanks for calling the Lucky Land Hotline. If you feel like you do the same thing every day, press 1. If you're ready to have some serious fun for the chance to redeem some serious prizes, press 2. We heard you loud and clear. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com right now and play over 100 social casino-style games for free. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. VSIN's Big Bets with Dave Ross and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. The NHL season is almost here, and our hockey betting experts are ready for all the action. The VSIN Hockey Season Prep Guide is now available with strategies and best bets for the season ahead. Get in depth analysis from our hockey experts, including Andy McNeil, with predictions for teams and players, win totals, daily betting tips, season long trends to watch, plus three things every new NHL better should know this guide is a must-have with key insights and data for both avid hockey bettors and those new to the sport give yourself an edge this season get the vison hockey season prep guide by becoming a vison pro subscriber today at vison.com slash subscribe back alongside them all shaw dave ross here it is time for more hold or fire college edition as we look ahead to the weekend games really it's just a cheap way for us to run that cool animation which i absolutely love so let's talk about a game. What's it called now? Red River Rivalry Shootout my, my Showdown. Fa- I, they switch it every year. This is my favorite game in college football. Texas and Oklahoma. Now, you had done a little bit of homework with, uh, with our producer, Brian Ortega, what the initial line was on this game. Texas is now a six-and-a-half-point favorite in this rivalry game. Yeah. Now Oklahoma on the skids here, losing two in a row. What do you make of it? Yeah. I think we had an opener. Now, I, I'm not sure when this is from. So we just saw it was an opener of Texas minus one. Now, I don't think it's for this week. This might have been back in the summer sometime. It could have been even further back than that. So uh, Texas almost a touchdown here. I, I tell you what, look, if, you, if you're firing on Texas, I got no qualms with it. Oklahoma's defense has looked disastrous. The big question mark is Dylan Gabriel going to be able to play. Remember, he got a hit. Mm. That was a personal foul, late hit on uh, TCU in that game against um, Oklahoma on Saturday. And I'm in Carter in which – TCU could do whatever they wanted offensively. I don't know if you saw any of that game, Dave. Did not. There was nobody in the screen for Oklahoma defensively on place. It was unbelievable. Max Dugan looked like the greatest offensive player in the history of football. I will say this. Just based on the performance we've seen out of Oklahoma the last couple weeks, you would favor Texas in this game. They look good against West Virginia. Really a dominant performance in that game. Which is a game you called last week that you thought they would be able to bounce back and, and look really good. Yeah, I thought it was a bad spot for WVU. I didn't think they were getting enough points. I thought Texas, with their capabilities, would be able to run over them. But I, I'll tell you, I've seen a million games in this series where I, I think it was 08, 09, whenever it was. Um, Sam Bradford and company, number one team in the country, 12, 13-point favorite. I think they lost that game, 45, 35. I covered a bunch of these games. I To me, this is the... I am being biased here. I know people point to Ohio State, Michigan. I went to Ohio State, but I think this is the best rivalry in college football Ooh. because it's they don't like they don't hate each other. Yeah. There's there's a level of respect. OU's got more alums living in Dallas than any other city in the country. Um, this this game is played at the State Fair of Texas, right there at um, Fair Park. It's it's really unbelievable. If you if you're a fan of college football and you go to different stadiums, I always say you got to go to Rocky Top. You, just because it's a beautiful scene before the game, you got to go to University of Washington at Lake Washington. But, you know, everyone talks about the cocktail party in Jacksonville. It's a great game. But this, to me, is the best one. Burn orange on one side, crimson and cream in the other. It's just a great game. And I'm telling you, OU looks like they're dead. But I've seen this a million times in this series where a team looks like they should just come in and crush the other side, and they don't. This would be a great game. I can't wait for this one. I'm going to hold on this one. If it gets to seven, I will probably take the crimson and cream. Again, so Amal's advice here, if you're backing the horns, yeah. fire today at six and a half. Yeah. Because it, it more than likely, if it's moving, it's going to go up. So if you are if you want to back Boomer sooner, hold and wait and see if that number hits seven. Because, again, if it comes down to six, it's not going to change that much for you. You would get a push at six versus a win at six and a half. 
So that is the, the exercise here. Fire on Texas if you're back in the horns. Hold on Boomer sooner. Yeah, ab- absolutely right. And, you know, if you just go through this series historically, there have been so many games in which you look at Oklahoma, they're the better team, and Texas comes up, covers the game. Times where Texas is the better team uh, outside of probably 05 when they were just so dominant throughout the course of the season. Oklahoma's come back to, to get them. So I, I think this is one. I'm telling you, man, second Saturday in October, this is, this is the game, absolutely. You've, you've got me fired up literally with the fire on the screen right now for that <laughs> game. Uh, Utah and UCLA is a very interesting game coming up this weekend because uh, I was on the wrong side of UCLA against Washington. I was on the right side of Utah on Saturday and their blowout win. Now, here comes the Utes, and they're laying four and a half. If you want to back them against the undefeated fighting Chip Kelly's at 5-0, and oh, would you hold or fire on the Utes laying four and a half here on a Monday? I would hold now, but I want to go to something in this game and not the breakdown of the game from a betting standpoint. I just want to look at a number here real okay. quick. So this game opened at Circa at three yesterday. Ooh. And I'm going to tell you right now, Dave, I, I, took the, I took the number here because when you look at this matchup, you're telling me Utah and Washington are the same teams. Washington was a three-point favorite at UCLA. And then Utah opens as a three-point favorite. They're not the same team. They are not the same team. That's why you've seen this number go up to four and a half. It it was funny. To me, a friend of mine and I were talking about this before. He goes, what do you think this opens up? He said three and a half. I said, Utah, four and a half. And I I couldn't believe when this thing opened at three. I was like, are you kidding me right now? There's no way Cam Rising and Spencer, uh, uh, I mean, Michael Michael Penix are the same players, right? I mean, give me a break. There's no comparison. Uh, I think Utah is going to win this game. I wouldn't lay it at four and a half. I love this UCLA offense with Charbonnet when he runs the ball. That dude is the beast. In my, for my money, he's the best running back in the Pac-12. He's one of the top five running backs in college he, football. He's great on Friday. He, he, he's a workhorse. You can give him the ball five, six straight times. He's going to run the ball between the tackles, and he's just going to punish you. The thing is, if the Bruins are going to win this game, they've got to be plus two in the turnover category. And red zones, they can't kick field goals. So, again, the exercise here would be you got a much better number uh, of Utah earlier. But this number might go up. So if you want to back the Utes, yeah. this might still be as good a number as you can get now. If you're back in UCLA, just hold, right? And this number could get to 5-6. Absolutely. And we just talked about in the previous segment where if it comes down to 4, it doesn't hurt you as much. But let's see if it continues to rise. And the one other thing I would point out is this. Saturday after the games, and I know college football is a long day. You start on the East Coast at noon, and you might finish it around you know, midnight, 1 o'clock in the morning out here, 10 p.m., or what have you. But I would go through the games that you kind of have circled. And then make the number what you think it's going to be or what it what. See, I do two different things. I make a number that I think it should be and mm-hmm. a number that I believe it's going to be. And if I see if a discrepancy where it's at, and I'm going to take that one. To me, I was like, Utah should be four and a half or five the whole way. And for this huge team, they just don't get enough respect. If the brand said USC for oh, this man. Utah team, they'd be about a seven-point favorite. Hold or fire on your alma mater. That would be the Ohio State University laying a big number on the road up there in East Lansing against Mel Tucker and company, 25 and a hook. If you're backing Sparty, hold or fire on a Monday? I would hold on Michigan State. Ohio State, look, uh, I don't know if you were dumb like me to watch that Rutgers game. It was horrific. Ohio State did not look good. C.J. Stroud did not look particularly good. I think he had 157 yards passing. Um, you know, down by the goal line, they looked like they were trying to get him some stats by throwing the ball, some QB waggles, and Rutgers mm. was ready for it. Um, I think Ohio State's got to bounce back and play much better than they did. Michigan State, remember, they gave up 49 points in the first half in Columbus last year to Olave and Wilson and company. Um, usually you look at the revenge angle, but I just don't think Michigan State's got the horses. And by the way, I said this last year, and I'm going to reiterate this point. Mm-hmm. When Michigan State signed Mel Tucker to that $95 million deal, I said, you're going to be looking for the buyout as soon as possible. Oh, boy. How are you feeling about that one, baby? Started off great. It's not looking so great right now. You can't pay coaches based on these based on one-year performance. I mean, we saw it at Notre Dame with uh, Ty Willingham started 8-0. We saw it with Cheeseburger Charlie. He was gone. I mean, they signed him to an extension. Dude, you know what the problem is? You've got Jimmy Sexton against administrators who are not negotiators. How is Paul Chris getting a $16.5 million buyout? I would said to Paul, listen, we appreciate you being a former alum, you having played here at UW, everything you've done. We're not giving you $16.5 million. We'll tie you up in court. I don't care. I would never pay these guys. It's ridiculous. Isn't you, The cause should be you couldn't win enough games, even though I don't think they should have fired him. Show, but that should be the just cause. Show cause. Yeah, look at the record. That's, yeah, exactly. the, that's the cause. 
Uh, very interesting. So, again, your tendency would be for Sparty backers here to hold on a Monday with that 25 and a half. Yeah, I think, you know, first of all, I would check weather because now we're getting into – yeah. you noticed over the weekend, it's starting, cold, yep. yeah, it's starting to get colder other places. You're starting to see that have an impact. But the other thing is um, I think Ohio State's got to play far better. I just don't think Sparty gets to 17. I think the Buckeyes probably scored uh, – 45 in this one. I'm not going to lay the number, though. So, A&M, and you mentioned it off the top of the show, uh, they're going to go into Alabama and Tuscaloosa. Johnny Manziel is not coming, right? Even if he was, doesn't matter. And Mike Evans is not going to be there for A&M. So, if you're back in Bama on a Monday, yeah. do you hold or fire by laying the 24? Fire, and it doesn't matter to me whether Bryce Young or Milrow plays. The mm -hmm. problem right now with Alabama is the receivers. These guys can't catch a cold start standing at the Arctic Circle. I mean, <laughs> come on. They, they've got to be better than they've been so far. But to me, I would fire. This is a game where I think Alabama lays the wood. Oh, I, I'm going for a 52 to 10 Bama beatdown. Oh, was there some bad blood in the offseason between these two coaches? I don't, I don't remember anybody talking about that. Well, you know, you know, to me, if you're a guy like Jimbo, who won a national title, and give him credit for that at Florida State, who left a completely bare cupboard in Tallahassee, then you go to Texas A&M. What have you accomplished here? Why sit there and poke the bear? I mean, it, to oh, me. he poked it. At the wrong time, this is this Alabama team hasn't been as great on the offensive line and the receivers as I thought they would. But but I got to tell you right now, is this this is a CBS Saturday night game? I tell you right now, um, this could get ugly. My, my guy is uh, Gary Danielson Spotter. You better find some good material for Gary because they're going to need it in the third and fourth quarter. This is going to be a beatdown. The other thing I would look at, if you can get fourteen or less, Alabama first half. Play it. Yep. So fire on Bama. Uh, if you're a Bama backer right now, fire on that 24. If you're Alabama, if you back in Jimbo, hold. You're going to get a better number. You are. And I think this, I would play this number up to 20. I think Alabama is, first of all, it's appreciably better than them. Forget the offseason, Dave. Mm. To me, Alabama is just so much better. Look, this, this is not a good team. I've been trying to say it for the last couple of weeks. When we come back, is it because Brian Ortega is an owner of the Packers? Go look at the NFC North odds. Yes. Well, how did that make the show? We'll discuss when you come back with us right here on Big Bets on Beeson, the Sports Betting Network. Beeson's Big Bets with Dave Ross and Amal Shaw on Beeson, the Sports Betting Network. Take a stab at $5,000 in prizes in the Halloween Ends Gridiron Challenge. Join and draft your fantasy football team, then play in the contest on October 9th to win your share of the cash. Head over to DraftKings.com slash Halloween Ends now to play for free. Terms and conditions and other eligibility restrictions to apply. See DraftKings.com for all of the details. Boy, that's a chilling picture of Jason right there in the Halloween Ends. Those, like... I'm not into that type of stuff because it's still like Freddy Krueger, Nightmare on Elm Street. Did you watch that stuff growing That's up? Not my cup of tea. I don't understand. What's the point of trying to be scared? Right. Why, you, why, why would you do that to yourself? Because it's scared. fun. I'm scared I'll tell I you what. I'll take you a few places. You want to see how it works out? Yeah. <laughs> Halloween Horror Nights? You know no, not studios? that. <laughs> some, some of my wagers are scary each and every week. Like, ah! Why I know. I, I got to sit there. I got to sit there and navigate these dumb coaches. Yeah. I mean... Think about, think about if you had over 43 and a half in the Cardinals game yesterday. You oh, would have gotten there. Say this. Oh, my God. You'd get there because if Kingsbury kicks the extra point, then sh then I keep calling him Charlotte. Uh, the Carolina Panthers wouldn't have gone for two either at 16. They would have kicked the extra point. You get to 44. You lose because Kif uh, Kingsbury can't figure out not to go for two. Speaking of scary, if you've been back in the Panthers, Baker Mayfield, Matt Rule, what the hell's going on down there in Charlotte? I mean, this this team feels like a mess. They're one and three. Baker's supposed to cure all that ails, ails him. By the way, Sam Darnold's going to be activated soon. Might be weeks before he's available. Now you're starting to go, maybe we go back to the guy speaking of scary that sees ghosts. Sam Darnold. Like, what is going on in the, is it the Queen City? No, that would be Cincinnati. Oh, yeah. Whatever it is down there in Charlotte. But, like, that, that team feels like a mess in Matt Rule right now. It doesn't feel like there's any help on the way. So, you want to talk about scary? Betting the Panthers. Oh, no, you're correct. It is. You're correct. I had to look it up. Well, all I know is that Cincinnati was the queen city for a while. I just know that Skyline Chili is awful. I think you just offended everybody in Hamilton County and surrounding areas of Cincinnati. I love it. Let's talk about the NFC North and some of the numbers there. Because, again, if you're a backer of the Packers right now, to win the division is a better number than I think you would have gotten pre-flop. And right now the Packers feel like they've righted the ship after that week one loss to Minnesota, they're laying a dollar thirty, and look, I get it. You're looking in the mirror, plus a dollar thirty. 
if you like the other side. The other side feels like the Vikings. No disrespect to Dan Campbell and the Lions. They're now down to 16-1. Look, I like Dan, but I look at it like they're rah-rah and they're hard knocks and people want to root for them. They can't win meaningful games because they can't play defense. And then the Bears, Matt Eberflus, I, I can't believe they've won two games. I cannot believe the Bears are 2-2, two and two, but they are. And yet they're the longest shot on the board, even at 2-2 two and two, at 40-1. to one. Is this just upper half and the lower half? You're just wishful thinking at best if you like Detroit or Chicago. Yeah, I think the Bears, how they've won two games is absolutely just perplexing. But uh, to me, when you look at this uh, Detroit team, they've lost three games by a combined 10 points. But that's the NFL, right? It comes down to four plays a game. Absolutely. you got to be able to make the few plays here and there. That's the difference between winning and losing. This Lions team couldn't do it. If you watched that game yesterday against Seattle, they were down by a working margin of 10 to 16 points throughout the whole game. Yeah. And so it, they were, you know, behind it the whole way. Um, I look at Minnesota. They got a good win against the Saints. They got a win against one of those teams we just talked about against Detroit that they shouldn't have gotten. Uh, look, I know uh, Ortega here. We were talking about this during the commercial break. Brian, I get your criticism of Green Bay's receiving core and the lack of offense, but it's four weeks. They found a way to beat a New England team that's still competitive. Uh, they lose to Minnesota in the opener. I thought if Watson makes that catch, the game's a little bit different. I think changes everything. Who else have they beaten? I forgot the other two games they played. Well, uh, they also beat. Well, after week one, they yeah. beat. They, they lose badly week one against the Packers, and yeah. they they do what they always do. Oh, they beat the, beat Bears. the Bears. They beat the Bears. They yeah. rebound in that Sunday night game and absolutely demolish them. I own you. Yeah. Discount, double check. But I think what you guys are getting at here with the Packers, if you want to lay them at, at minus dollar thirty, and the win total of eleven and a half. Yeah. Aaron Rodgers doesn't trust the young kids. It's something we yeah. talked about in the preseason. You can see it. Who's he going to now? He's going with Lazard, and he's going back to Randall Cobb. And I'm hearing broadcasters say, well, Randall Cobb's turning back the hands of time. And No, it's because Rodgers doesn't trust the kids yet. So if if the kids come of age, yeah. I think this is a, a nice play at minus dollar 30. I do like their defense a lot. And I said that earlier before the season started, playing some unders this week didn't cash. But the defense would be ahead of the offense for Green Bay. I look at Minnesota, though, and I go, I'm still trusting that Kirk Cousins can be – you look at his numbers last year, they were on par with Aaron Rodgers. They weren't better than Aaron Rodgers, but they were really good. He, I know he's a lightning rod of conversation. That financially, do you back Kirk Cousins and the new boy genius at head coach now that Zimmer has been showing the door? Look, it's it's difficult. It doesn't look pretty the way they get it done, but they are getting it done. They are three and one, and their best win of the season so, so far was Week One in a demolition of the Packers. I'm not ready to jump off skull yet and just hand this di- division and concede it to Green Bay. Well, I'm ready to take the Packers. They're a better number than the preseason, where it was around 155. Uh, now you're at minus 130. Look, you mentioned they beat Tampa. That was the other team I forgot about. Yep. Okay, look Great at this win. team defensively. They gave up 23 against the Vikings. Now, I didn't watch that much of the game. I don't know if there was a short field or a turnover that was in there that made a difference in the Vikings scoring 23. The Bears scored 10. The Buccaneers scored 12. The Patriots scored 17 offensively. Mm-hmm. You had a pick six that there. That never the, happens. Yeah, that, which is so rare for, for Rodgers there. So this team defensively has played great. Now, you could argue they haven't played great team, but the Buccaneers have a very good offense. Yeah. They're very capable. Um, you know, to me, when I look at this team, their defense is good enough to slow down enough teams. They've got uh, the Giants coming up. They've got the Jets in, in, in another week. And they've got Washington. When you look at this schedule right now, they've got an opportunity to be sitting at 6-1 and one before they go to Buffalo for a Sunday night game. Mm-hmm. This is a great opportunity for this team right now. I, th- I think they're in the driver's seat. Minnesota's got a lot of pressure to be able to win. They do, and that second game in Lambeau down the road might end up deciding the division. And again, we're not writing off Detroit and Chicago, but we're writing off Detroit and Chicago. <laughs> so to me, it does feel like we're getting down to that two-horse race category. Uh, and you mentioned it's a better number right now to back Green Bay than it was pre-flop at minus $1.30. Um, I'm still going to ha- – I'm not – by the way, I've not made a wager in this division. But I- I'm still thinking the Vikings are in play. But you're right. It's like a, a dicier who do you trust. Yeah. You still trust 12 – more than you do KC8. Well, thanks, Captain Obvious. Um, <laughs> you know, but to me, it, it's it's not even just about that. Look, you mentioned the stats. You, you know what Geno Smith's... Uh, oh, he's number one passer rating right now, I think. Well, I don't know about the rating, but you know what his completion percentage is? Almost, what, 75%? 77. It's unbelievable. 
Do you think Geno Smith is a guy that's willing to just throw the ball 40 yards and drop a dime in there? Is he, is he that guy? Or is he kept in shut down? If they're playing Detroit. <laughs> yeah, against Detroit. They would true. do it. No, you're right. And that you have to look at situations and teams they played. So and, I, and Kirk Cousins, I'm sorry, but Kirk Cousins working with, I don't know, maybe the best receiver in the league in Justin AJ. Jefferson. Um, you've got Adam Thielen. You've got some guys on this team. You do. I, I do worry about them up front because, again, that feels like the missing component here. If, if their O-line can protect, then Kirk can be proficient. Look, he's not a guy that when you get him out of the pocket, get him off, off schedule, he's not that guy. He's not going to be Lamar Jackson that can make a play. Josh Allen, make a play when it goes bad. That's where Kirk gets into trouble. Even Rodgers, you're seeing a little bit now with age, he can't make those same like off-schedule plays that Rodgers has been great throughout his career of doing. Kirk's more in that Brady mold of if you get me off my spot, things might go bad. That's that's the way you beat the goat. You got to get him off the spot. And I'm not putting Kirk in that category, but I mean he's just not mobile enough to make a play on his own. Rodgers can still do that to a degree. I think Rodgers is the best slide step of a quarterback mm-hmm. I've ever seen in the pocket in my money in terms of his ability to just uh, just step by a defender. It's incredible. But look, I just have question marks about Minnesota. Detroit is a team. They make a change at the defensive coordinator position. They got an opportunity to be competitive. You got to give them a lot of credit. They're winning games, and or they're right there with Jared Goff. They've got some talent. Amon Ross St. Brown being out yesterday had a little bit of an impact they still offensively. Got they still, yeah, that's true. You're and right. no DeAndre Swift. Yeah, but again, it's the defense. It's yeah. an absolute sieve. It really is. So again, I don't know how else you would play either one of those two things. Very quickly, and some of these win totals, maybe that's where you'd look. The Lions now are back down to six and a half. And we talked about them all summer because of hard knocks, and we thought they were too publicly, if that's a, it's not a word. But publicly should be a betting term because that's what happens to the public. They fall in love with what they see on TV. Yeah. And now that number's down to six and a half. Bears have already got two. Can they win four more games? I don't see it. There's no way I'm playing the Bears at five and a half to get over that win total. I'm with you. I thought the Bears' opportunity was right now that for, the game against San Francisco, if the weather's not a factor, I don't think the 49ers lose that football game. Mm-hmm. And that's one if you're San Francisco, you're going to look back and say, God, how do we lose to this Bears team? But I don't see Chicago being able to get over their win total, uh, which is now, as you said, five and a half. This was the opportunity. You had the Giants. You got your win against Houston. Um, they were in a game against Green Bay. They had an opportunity to make it even closer, but couldn't do it. I just don't see too many more wins on the schedule. Hopefully for them, they've got somebody in there that they, they can be. Where are they getting four wins? That's, that's, that's the thing. The rest of the way, kids, I get it. You go, oh, two and two. We're right there. Yeah, you're there now. But I, I did this last year with Carolina when they were 3-0. They just had to get seven and a half to get me to eight. Uh, they didn't get there. So what you see in the first month of the season, you really should look at how they've won some of those games and realize this Bears team at two, two and two, that is some fugazi right there. <laughs> fake, fake. When we come back, Monday Night Football, it is the Rams, it is the Niners. We'll take a look at the sides and totals and also maybe some props that you might like in this game as well. Come on back. It is Big Bets here on VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast, is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, Somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah! 
Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. VSIN's Big Bets with Dave Ross and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. The temperature might be cooling off, not in Las Vegas, but fall sports are heating up on Bet Rivers online sportsbook. Bet Rivers is your go to sportsbook for all the latest lines, odds, and boosts for pro football, college football, basketball, and hockey. Now is a perfect time to join BetRivers. New bettors are going to receive up to $500 in free bets when you make a first-time deposit using the code SPORTS. Go to BetRivers.com or download the BetRivers app today. It is a whole new ballgame. Where is it cooling off? You know, it was bizarre watching the Ravens game yesterday in uh, against the Bills with the rain. And I'm like, that's my old stomping grounds north of the DMV up there in, in Baltimore and Charm City. It's like mid-50s and wet like, we just don't get that here in Las Vegas. It stays hot, baby. Like, it's still 90s here in Vegas. You're complaining? No, I love it. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, it is funny to me because in the handicapping games, you do need to take a look at the weather. You no have question. to be Willard Scott. You've got to look at the stuff and say, where's the rain coming? It hit the Eagles game yesterday as well. Jacksonville couldn't hold on to it, right? Trevor Lawrence doesn't know how to play in rain. I mean, these are factors that are going to affect your wagers, certainly in the East Coast. I mean, you live in Florida. You figure at some point in time you're used to the afternoon sun showers. It's going to happen each and every day. Yeah, um, by the way, the pro tip for hour number two is something we just touched upon. And that is, say, uh, when you're looking at season win totals. Yeah. And those are a new market out here in Las Vegas. But I think they can be profitable. Look at how teams have won in the first month of the season, right. i.e. the Bears at 2-2. Two and two. Their win total is 6.5. You mentioned it with the weather. Right, week one against the Niners, they probably don't win that game if the bad elements aren't there to slow down the Niners. So before you just hop on teams and go, "Oh, Bears are two and two, you have to look at how they won those games in the first month of the season to really figure out injuries, style of play. All of these things should be calculations uh, when you're looking at in the futures market as to what you've seen, not just the win loss record. No, you're absolutely right. I think it's very crucial when you look and evaluate these teams. Um, you know, it's something that uh, you have to take into consideration when making these bets. And that's why, again, like, for instance, I like the Raiders going forward now one and three because I think they're going to clean up a lot of the things that they didn't do well in the first month of the season. So those might be opportunities going forward uh, in the futures market here. And I know you're laughing still at the linemen for the Broncos. Yeah, Garrett Bowles on the effort on the uh, return for what the What was that jump? It's like the most unathletic <laughs> leap I've ever seen. The funniest part is his wife tweeted out, uh, hey, great effort, babe, but uh, you, you had no shot. I was dying laughing watching you trying to chase him down. On social media, the wife got on you. That's, that's pretty I good stuff. I thought it was pretty good. I thought it was creative very, on her part. Very creative. But again, uh, for, the, for the pro tip for hour number two, look at the way teams have won games, not just wins and losses, and that can help you in the futures market uh, going forward, certainly as we get ready to go to the second quarter of the NFL season, beginning with week number five. That's the pro tip for hour number two. We do those once an hour across the VEASAN spectrum. So for VEASAN pro subscribers, that means you get access to 20 pro tips a day. You can sort them out by show and or by sport. Let's get to the Monday Night Football game tonight. We mentioned that a little bit of movement here, and the total was ticked up to 43. Could have got some 42s and a half earlier uh, now sitting at 43, but really not a whole lot of budging. I'm seeing some twos out there, but one and a half here for the Niners pretty much across the board. When we look ahead to this game tonight, we know how important it is, obviously for both teams in a divisional situation, but you and I were talking a little bit during the break. Sean McVay knows the importance potentially of taking a two-game lead against their biggest suitor, no disrespect to Seattle and or 
Arizona. But you feel like the Niners are the team the Rams really want to bury early in the year. Well, first of all, I will say disrespect to those two teams because I don't like the premise they're, of they're saying that before you go to insult somebody. <laughs> just just go ahead and give the insult. Those, those are not good enough teams to be able to chase down the Rams over the course of 17 games. If you're the Rams, you're sitting at 2-1. and one, You're one loss against Buffalo. No shame in that. No. You knock off a potential division opponent here. You've already beat Arizona on the road. You win this game at San Francisco. You still have two return dates from both those teams. Mm. You're not as concerned about Seattle. I know they got to win against Denver and they got to win against Detroit, but both of those teams are two and two and three and one respectively. So to me, if you're the Rams, as crucial as this game is for the 49ers, this is a real opportunity for the LA Rams. You're not knocking the 49ers out in week four. Nope. But you put them in a very precarious spot, Dave. They're looking at a scenario now where they've already lost to what they lost to Chicago. They lost to Denver. They beat Seattle. So they're sitting at one and zero in the division. They'd be at one and one Rams would be two and zero. So I, I think as much as people would make the argument, there's a lot to play for, for San Francisco. To me, the counter is on, on the Rams and where they're at. I, I think you just nailed that evaluation. And by the way, those losses, we keep saying it. We're going to keep saying it. They mean the same in September than they will in, in December. Those right. losses by the Niners at Denver, so winnable. And week one, laying that egg with Trey Lance against Chicago. I know it was a monsoon, but they had to play in it too. Yeah. Like those are those are going to come back to bite them. And and tonight in this game, no Trent Williams. They've got issues up front defensively. I think Sean McVay is licking his chops, thinking this is our opportunity to grab a two-game lead. And you're going to need that cushion at some point in the season. They can create that cushion tonight, as you mentioned, going to Arizona, getting getting that win. If you can go to San Francisco and Santa Clara tonight and get this win with those two return dates, I think this is a key spot for the Rams to really take control and say, you know what, we're not going to be like all those other teams that won the Super Bowl and just kind of coast the year after. This is a chance for them to take an early lead in this division and really have a leg up, even if it's only one game on the two lesser teams in the division at 2-2. Two and two. Yeah, I would agree with you. I think when you look at these division games, they're crucial. The one thing, though, you know, to your point, week one and week 17, they have the same value. But I think when you start building a lead and San Francisco all of a sudden starts looking up, it's not that the, the Arizona Cardinals or the Seattle Seahawks are a better team than them, but when it becomes more and more crowded in front of you, now you need other people to be able to fall by the wayside to be able to get to where you want to go. And I think this is such a critical game. I'm looking forward to this game tonight. Um this is going to be one where I, I want to see how they perform without Jimmy Garoppolo mm-hmm. early on on that offensive line. The injuries right now, Eric Armstead still questionable, questionable for the 49ers in this one. Jimmy Ward out. These are all big factors. And the other key thing, if you want to look at a couple of trends here, Sean McVay, when he has a lead mm-hmm. at halftime, it's almost insurmountable. Right. The guy just, like, we've seen Harbaugh with the Ravens give up two big leads in the second half already this year. Sean McVay and his tenure in L.A., it doesn't happen. So this is a front-running football team. I'm going to play the Rams first half at a little bit of a plus price. I believe plus $1.05 you can get out there in the market because that's the way they normally do things, so to speak. Sean McVay wants to get out fast and get a lead and play downhill in the second half, especially against a guy in Kyle Shanahan that's been one of the few coaches to have his number early on in their coaching tenures. Yeah, 49ers have won five out of the last six, I think it is. Uh, obviously, the NFC Championship game was the most important game, and they lost that one. But, you know, to me, I think the one thing that gets overlooked, we talked about Trent Williams, we talked about uh, Eric Armstead, Jimmy mm. Ward, all these injuries right now in San Francisco. To me, you know, Devo Samuel's great. Probably the biggest weapon in football from an offensive standpoint. Uh, George Kittle, tremendous tight end. Uh, but to me, I think the loss of Elijah Mitchell is not being talked about enough. This is a guy who was number four in the National Football League last year with carries over 10 yards. His ability to run the football and how effective he was, and remember, Raheem Mozart in now in uh, Miami, mm-hmm. those are the two guys for them. And I think that has a huge impact. I, I don't know how effectively they'll be able to run the ball. And then if you got to rely on uh, Mr. Average, Jimmy Garoppolo, I don't know what you're winning. Against Jalen Ramsey and Aaron Donald, 99 coming at you. Exactly right. If the Rams get a lead, and I know it's, it's kind of trendy sometimes. People like to flop the second half if they're down at the half. I, I don't know that that would be wise tonight. We'll see how the first half plays out. But I really think that first half is a key indicator because, again, if, if boy genius, as I like to call him, Sean McVay, the original, gets a lead at half, he normally doesn't give it up. So it's going to be really tough for the Niners if they're playing uphill with those injuries, with a damaged offensive line and no Trent Williams, and 99 and 20 in the other, or five now for Jalen Ramsey. 
uh, th- that's going to be a really uphill battle if they can't get anything done early in this game. I, I would agree with you. You don't want to be playing from behind and relying on the pass if you're San Francisco. Your goal is to be able to run the ball two out of every three plays. And if they can get the lead, they can do that. Um, we'll see. This Rams team, they did it against an Arizona team that's very pedestrian at this point in time. Uh, Almost th- gave up a big lead against the ATL. Yeah, exactly right. Uh, so we'll see where they're at. We'll, we'll get an idea because they've beaten two teams that are, to me, middle of the pack or below average. And now you're going to play a team that, from a talent standpoint, is the top three team in the league. Uh, but overall, again, and this league is about quarterbacks, and the Rams have the better quarterback. Yep, they do. The total, by the way, 43. Again, uh, it, it, I've seen some 42s out there as well. So very quickly on the side, on the side, or excuse me, on the total, we talked about the side. What do you what do you make of that number of 43? Is there a playable spot for you? You're going to wait in game here. Uh, I will wait in game. Uh, no interest in the total in this one, but I, I'm looking more forward to see how this game uh, goes early on. Like to see potentially get somebody over three and a half, four points in this game. I think it's going to be a tight game, but I give the Rams a slight edge. And, and this is one of those games where if either one gets up, say, double digits, yeah. you could see them trying to take the air out of the football, right? Especially if you're the Niners. And you're like, I don't want to make 10, you know, try to, it, we're going to play this thing close to the vest, I would think, with Jimmy G. Matty Stafford, the same thing. He can still be turnover prone, by the way. Led the league in interceptions last year for starting quarterbacks. Yeah, absolutely right. So we'll see how that one plays out. I want to thank Ben Falks for joining us today. Brian Ortega behind the glass. Kelly Bidlin is back tomorrow. Keep it locked right here on Visa. We got you covered all day long. It is Visa and the Sports Betting Network. Managing your diabetes just got easier. The powerful new Dexcom G7 lets you see your glucose numbers on your compatible watch and phone without finger sticks. And because Dexcom G7 is the most accurate CGM system, you can be confident in your food, exercise, and medication decisions. And all those decisions can lead to big results like more time in range and lower A1C. Get started at Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com. At Bed365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bed365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed... (laughs) Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah! Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote.